Welcome to the Good Fight Tattoo Podcast. Here's your opportunity to eavesdrop on the conversations and stories that are told in our tattoo studio in London. There will be adult themes and strong language, so listener discretion is advised. In this week's slightly shorter episode, I talk with my client, who's a trainee lawyer, about when lawyers go bad and try to kill people, and a story of a client of theirs paying thousands a year for an elite dating site, and a legal case that ensued after the client didn't get any dates. Awkward. Enjoy. Right, so if I set that and I'm recording now. So yeah, we're recording now. So yeah, go on. You were saying about just uh, being a trainee solicitor. Yeah, yeah. So um, Got all the juicy stories. <laughs> I'm excited about this. So yeah, essentially... <clears throat> Uh, one of the solicitors that were struck off. So yeah, we were. Yeah, we were sorry. We were just like we were just talking about like uh, you going after solicitors that have been struck off for being naughty solicitors. Yeah, yeah, for being naughty. So um, yeah, essentially one of the solicitors that been especially naughty that we had to uh, go, <laughs> go after. Um, so yeah, he be he was uh, one of the managing partners of a firm with another um, guy, and you know, um, they've been you know fairly successful. Uh, one day, the other partner suddenly got diagnosed with a terminal illness. Right. Um, so he could no longer practice. So this. So the the, the partner was ill. So the, what the, that meant the whole partnership couldn't. Well, no, they had to carry on, but as just a one man sort of show. So you had this one one partner was trying to run this firm that you know was quite busy. Well yeah. Through and firm. just couldn't manage to. Yeah, he was putting in long hours. You know, really stressed. Yeah. Um, I think he started like drinking quite heavily as well. Right. Um, and then, yeah, one one night he'd been working into the early hours. Um, he also lived with his wife and her elderly mother um, that they were caring for, and he was the you know the sole source of income yeah. for this family to allow his wife to sort of look after her mother day to day. I'm, I'm intrigued. Sorry to interrupt. But yeah, I'm intrigued yeah. as to where this is going because okay. so far. I'm actually feeling quite sorry for the guy. Yeah, no, no. You if, he, if he ends up being <laughs> really horrible, no, yeah. So. <laughs> Is this like a Breaking Bad type story? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah, well, I see. Well, yeah. So essentially, he, you know, I think he was he was up until about three, four a.m. one night. Finally finished, and I think he he had a bit to drink, and he he cracked, and yeah, he wrote a note, sort of apologising to his uh, to his family, um, explaining what he was about to do. So essentially, yeah, after a few drinks at the office, early hours, he sort of gets home. Um, thinks about what he's about to do um goes so goes into his wife's bedroom where she's there sleeping and grabs this really heavy expensive vase that they've got laying around and Fucking hell. yeah hits her with it jesus christ uh, yeah and intending to basically kill her <laughs> luckily the wife wakes up after the first hit which he doesn't strike very well right um manages to stop so he cracks him. Her, he cracks her with a vase yeah yeah and um, she goes oh yeah. fucking hell mate what are you doing <laughs> yeah. well, that's not very nice yeah sort of wakes up manages to stop him um he sort of bursts into tears um on his knees like crying i'm so sorry um so it explains what sort of happened the police well she brings the police in a state of shock um yeah, and he, he gives himself up, and essentially they find on his note that he's written a note apologising, saying that he couldn't go on anymore. And um, so what, he was planning to just kill his yeah, wife? Yeah, he was planning to kill his wife, kill, in the note, kill the elderly 
mum Mom, and then and assume then himself. himself, yeah. Fucking hell. Because of the pressures of, yeah, of his job. Um, oh, man, that's insane. Yeah. But then the, 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 yeah, the, I say poor guy loosely. <laughs> yeah, he went to, um, went to prison for attempted murder, but his, he's actually still with his wife. She forgave him. Really? Yeah, Jesus. and she was sort of trying to help him out with paying the costs that he incurred with being, you know, in front of that disciplinary, disciplinary panel and struck off. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he's made his life a whole lot yeah. worse from doing that. That's, it's crazy, though, the pressures that, like, of things that people end up doing, the, yeah. the pressure and the stress, that, exactly. that how yeah. that can affect someone, like... You know, like we were saying, like obviously doing a job for the right reasons as well, isn't it? Because well, when yeah. it comes to times like that, that's the sort of thing that yeah can get you through pressure times. If you're doing things for the wrong reasons, then that's just yeah, you are gonna cry. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not in that. <laughs> I mean, that's way. a pretty extreme way to crack. Yeah. There's a little bit of me that goes, oh, I think he probably didn't like his wife anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I should. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't joke about it, but. <laughs> He probably, yeah, there was probably more to that than, yeah. there's, there's, I don't know, maybe I just can't fathom that sort of thing, that, but it seems like there's got to be more to that than just. Yeah, definitely. But, you know. Okay, yeah. So, so, so what else, like, who else did you have to go after? I'm trying to think of some others. So, um, yeah, a lot did, of them did just you sort of take money from. Like fraudulently. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, w there was one guy who we weren't able to get in the end. He's, I think he's the only guy that's evaded um, my supervisor, but essentially he, was taking money from the firm's account, um, client money, mm -hmm. and slowly funneling it out of the firm. And then before um, anyone had realised, he sort of he'd been accumulating um, precious stones like diamonds, things like that. Right. And he managed to flee the country. I think he they'd last. I think he last was in Sri Lanka. I think he was originally from Sri Lanka. But yeah, they never managed to get any of. So essentially, they'll look see if they've got assets in their name. But yeah. he had sold his house. Obviously, he was preparing to get out, get the hell out of the country, and so just yeah, amassed all these stones. Apparently, that that's the best thing to do if you're on the run. You can just trade stones for for whatever for really, property, suppose, yeah, yeah, for Fucking somewhere hell. safe to stay for a year. Yeah. That's that's pretty it's, crazy. Yeah, like, is that, does that sort of thing happen quite a lot? Is there a lot of dodgy solicitors that go mental yeah, and do crazy yeah. things like that? I mean, it's actually on the so on the um, I think it's the Law Society Gazette. Um, you can actually see, they, they do a sort of, I think it might be monthly or weekly, um, stories about who's been struck off, sort of make an example and what they've done. So you can actually go so it's on a the regular, website. Yeah. It's a regular occurrence and these sorts of things are regular stories that happen. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many dodgy people there are. At the end. So that goes back to what we were saying uh, before we started recording about like mm. what reasoning people are doing it for. Like yeah, I'd definitely. assume that there's quite a lot of people that become solicitors to earn decent money yeah and that's, and that's what it's about and yeah. do you think those are the sort of people that are much more likely to get dodgy and start yeah, doing definitely. shady it's the shady yeah, things the greed and temptation I think yeah, when they sort of see the the balances coming in you know for people who are you know they might be buying their first house or things like you know quite big quite a big deal and those people think they're entitled to just take that money but yeah so what are you going to do to make sure you don't become that then <laughs> <laughs> what, what what have you got in place have you got people around you that will be like mate chill out yeah yeah exactly. yeah i think yeah definitely i yeah well yeah i got good friends around me, i think keep on the straight and narrow within reason because yeah. i'm concerned that that's what you're gonna end up being now because when we talked about it earlier you were like 
don't even really know why I'm yeah. doing this. <laughs> I've been sassed. <laughs> You're doing it so that you can do that sort of shit. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's very like Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad. Yeah, kind of definitely. Thing, and, it, like, and the sort of, some of the people who do, um, it's really interesting when they're struck off, you can never practice again as a solicitor or, you know, with a firm. Yeah. But, um, do people the, still manage it though? Um, yeah, well, no, they, they don't end up going back, but you, you get interesting, um, people pursue interesting alternative careers. So we had one guy who set up a, um, a dog clothing business and actually it was quite successful. So he was able to pay back <laughs> some of it, yeah, the, the debts that he owed to, well, so to the regulator. So I'd assume um, there's quite large fines if you end up getting caught for this sort of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, in the, so if these people contest them, which... A lot of them do. It sort of goes... You can have multiple hearings where you can sort of appeal the original decision. Um, but yeah, some of these people, as you can imagine, they're quite naive and think they've done no wrong and they sort of keep fighting it. Then the problem is once you get to the, the highest level of um, the disciplinary tribunal, if w once they've made their final decision, that's There's it. You could you rack do. up. Yeah, you're talking like £10,000 you could be owing and you've just lost your main source of income. So... So what, yeah, people so who like fight it, regardless, sort of they're yeah. they're really sort of stuck in their mind of they've done nothing they've done wrong, nothing wrong yeah. and so they deserve to be like yeah let off. Yeah. Is there any circumstances though where that does happen, where it happens, and someone you've looked at it and you've gone, do you know what? I actually think that they are deserving of being let off, but they don't get let off. Yeah, I mean, because I've just I've just dealt with a tribunal recently for mm. a for a parking fine, nothing, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely didn't deserve the yeah. fucking parking fine, but they've decided that I did. 100% didn't deserve the fucking parking fine. But go on. They're, yeah, they're, they're greedy as well, parking. But that's another conversation. But, but um, I mean, yeah, yeah you is, get a lot there? of younger... Yeah, there's younger people, definitely. They're not as serious, but they've been... You know, they might have been, say, negligent rather than dishonest or anything like that. But it's when they're younger what you, people... What do you mean by being negligent? So like perhaps doing... Something that's an accident? Or? Yeah, things that is just beyond their current skill set, you know, a bit... What's the word? Yeah, beyond their reach type thing. They've been given by someone more senior, but they feel that they can't say no, essentially. Yeah. Um, so they end up doing, like, you know, quite a bad job. And then what gets in trouble for? And then get in trouble. Yeah, they can get disciplined then. But then you, you sympathise with them because they were just trying, trying to do their job and, you know, sometimes quite intimidating trying yeah. to explain to somebody much more experienced than you, you know, look, I don't know if I'm up to do it. Yeah, do yeah. you have to do that a lot then? Do you have to, like, say to people, I'm not really sure I... Yeah, and part of it is you've got to be able to admit you, that you don't, yeah, you don't know. Because you've trained and you're on a placement now, right? Yeah, yeah. But the, that's part of the thing, is being humble enough to say, you know, look, I this is a bit beyond my reach, can I have some, you know, guidance or some help or whatever? And I think most people, as long as you've had a crack at trying to assess it out yourself, will be happy to help you. So do you, have you found that yourself? Have you found that most people are like, like if you do have to do that, that people are like... Yeah, I'm quite oh, lucky. Right, I'll, yeah. I'll help you out. Yeah, where I work, it's quite a small firm. Like Everyone's really nice. They sort of say, look, you know, I, I, you know, I was young and ex inexperienced that's before. Good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's key in most, any profession. Yeah. You probably found that as well. <laughs> well, yeah. I think with it's mostly in tattooing with apprentices, but like, it's, man, apprentices is crazy. Like, how so many people take on apprentices and just don't expect to just go through with them and go like, you know, because you don't know until you know, you know, and you like loads of people with apprentices sort of expect people to know better straight away, mm. you know, 
or even people that have been tattooing for very short periods of time or anything like that. So, you know, you've got to be able to sit down with someone and give them the opportunity to go, look, you fucked up. This yeah. is how you fucked up. <laughs> Here's how you can do it. Rather yeah. than just, it blows my mind when I was talking to someone the other day where she basically lost her job because they just said she wasn't doing enough. And she was like, yeah, but I, I was on a like probationary period in a new company with a whole new world of things that I didn't know about. How am I supposed to do more when I don't know what I'm doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that's just insane. But yeah. And you've got to have the patience as well. That's like a massive thing, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, I've avoided having apprentice, apprentices. <laughs> um, there was there was one girl who we started an apprenticeship, but we, but it wasn't like I do still want to apprentice her, but it wasn't really the right time for yeah. her because there was a lot of stuff going on in her world that was making it really difficult. But she mainly like she impressed me so much by what she was doing that I really wanted to teach her. But when she like she did a month here and it just wasn't working. Because, you know, she had a, she's got a lot of stuff she needs to deal with about herself first. Um, but, you know, I, like I said to her at the time, I was like, look, you know, that's not a closed door because I do still want to teach her because I do think she'll... I think she'd be a really good tattooist. But I think there's a lot of stuff she needs to sort out first. You know? But, yeah, so you, you were saying you don't really know what... what it, like area of law you want to go into is there an area of it that you've sort of done so far that you've had experience in that you're like because you hate property law yeah <laughs> we established that <laughs> and I can see I think you do too as well <laughs> yeah I do um, is there anything that you've gone I really like that that's fucking good fun yeah like, the, like I said that litigation was quite interesting I mean I probably so, would sorry to interrupt no, with, no, no. with the litigation have you had to actually do cases where you're defending people, not necessarily like, you know, other solicitors or trying to get money off, off of solicitors for fines, but actually defending people or working with someone in that context. Not really, no, we do a lot of um, sort of helping people who are trying to claim. Um, so, I mean, we had, it's quite, in, well, again, another one, a, a sort of client that signed up to an expen really expensive dating website for sort of elite people. Right. Um, you know, sort of paying, well, yeah, tens of thousands of pounds a year to really? be... Really? Yeah, yeah. For, I'd never heard of this myself before. This website, so you have to pay... What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what, you have to... So you put, yeah. And they have on their book sort of, um, you know, the the elites in inverted commas, you know, of society, whatever, sort of... Um, is that, so is there like a screening process in this yeah. where they like... I think they meet you, you know, they go to fancy dinners or whatever and sort of get to know that yeah make sure they they, they are who they the say they are fuck I mean she wasn't successful but um, she'd been sort of I felt sorry for her as well she'd been done over they, they'd taken all this money from her and claimed that they were going to set her up with you know these really well to do people um, but unfortunately she didn't really get set up with anyone of note and they sort of just took the money and one of the terms were that after 12 months um, you know that they, that was it. That the contract ran for twelve months, but yeah, unfortunately, didn't get set up with um, any earls or dukes or anyone of that sort of. So is that what yeah. it's supposed to be? Is it supposed to literally be like you get set up with fucking yeah royalty, Arist yeah. Aristocracy, yeah. yeah aristocracy and Al oligarch, yeah, all that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, um, 
yeah, she she didn't wasn't successful. Um, well, there's a bit of me that goes, well, shame on you for yeah. being so fucking like about that life. Yeah, that you sign up to a fucking dating agency so that you can just meet rich people. Yeah. What, like, they're going to be better exactly, than yeah. everyone else? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's like going back to what we were saying as well, I think, yeah, doing it for the wrong reasons, isn't it? Again, it's a slightly different context, but... I mean, I can, <laughs> I suppose with things like that, with, like, those sort of elite dating sites, I could understand from a point of view of, like, if someone's a celebrity, how difficult it must be to try and find someone to date who's not just trying to date you for being a celebrity. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like, yeah, definitely. And I could imagine, I could understand a scenario for things like that, but not just like a scenario to just date rich people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's just fucking really snobby. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, you were trying to get her, what, trying to get her money back? Get her money back, yeah. But they, she yeah. doesn't deserve it. She's no, exactly. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm only kidding. I'm totally being really judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> about someone who I don't know <laughs> for something that, you know, I've, I shouldn't be judgmental about. Like, if, <laughs> if that's your life, that's your life. <laughs> but, yeah, so did you manage it? No, we weren't successful in the end. I mean, we we tried tried to get them to settle, but they they played hardball. Yeah, they didn't want... They sort of just said, like we did, you know, just tough luck. Unfortunately, there wasn't anybody interested in you when that you, they were showing your profile. Which again is another bit bitter pill to sort of sort, oh. sort of kick them when they're down. So yeah, I felt quite sorry for her by the end. So she's like, she's paid ten thousand pounds to be on a fucking dating site that no one wants to date her because yeah. she, she's a turd anyway. Yeah. And then she's now tried to get a legal case to sort of sue them for unfair <laughs> taking of her money, and yeah. now she's got to pay for the the legal case that's unsuccessful. Yeah. Oh Jesus, she is not having a good no. time. Yeah, I, I, I want to feel sorry for her. <laughs> yeah. You sort of, yeah it's one I want to. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty, pretty harsh. <laughs> but then, like, oh man, it just, it shouldn't, but it just bugs me that there's things like that where you, like, there's websites that are set up like that. Yeah. Because that's like pure elitism. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I hate the idea that... I mean, I think society already sort of defines people like that as being slightly better, slightly mm. more worthwhile anyway. Like we were saying before we started recording, like, you know, like l the language of, you know, um, being a solicitor, like it's, called, it's legalese or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, is that what it's actually called? Yeah, legalese, yeah. Yeah, like that's just set up to for rich people. Yeah, just uh, to, keep, to, it, yeah. to keep a scenario where they stay wealthy. Yeah, you know, definitely. and people it keep like lower class people out of it because they don't, and they're never going to understand that language. Exactly, yeah. And it's much harder. Yeah, I definitely think it comes from the whole sort of keeping everyone who went to Oxford, Cambridge, sort of Eton types. So you're yeah. not from that then? No, no. And how exactly. do you feel in that world? Slightly awkward, yeah, slightly awkward. You can see, like, when you go to... I don't often go to court because the aim of the game is to, you know, keep your client out of court it, when you do litigation. But when you go into those buildings, you can see they've definitely been sort of built to look like the insides of what I imagine those schools and universities look like. Yeah. Whereas if you're not from that background, you feel very intimidated and even uncomfortable. Oh, mate, I would, yeah. I would hate it. Yeah. I am not from that background yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> um... 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of a problem with the, the, the legal system anyway. I was talking about this the other day. I've got, I've got a few friends who've done stupid things who don't really deserve to get like um, a criminal record for it, but have ended up being in a situation where because they're from you know, lower class backgrounds or st whatever background they're from where they can't or don't understand or have no hope with the legal system, that they can't fight it. Yeah, definitely. And it's so it's not it's totally not set up for them. Mm. Which uh, I don't know how you feel about it. Like but I think that's totally unfair and something that needs a bit of a shake up. Yeah. And well the government especially under the consider they've got rid of loads of um what they call legal aid. So if you yeah. were you know, certain um income you could get you know, con government contributions, they sort of scrap that. It's like very hard to get now any sort of support for that so like we're saying again it's it's not helping the people who need it most and it's that elitism then if you've got the money then you've got a much better chance of getting off or you know getting the result that you want against the person that hasn't got that sort of backup so maybe that's yeah. your mission maybe that's why you're getting into it yeah. maybe you want to be the person for the people <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's much money in that though yeah <laughs> But that is kind of the trouble with it, isn't it? Like, yeah. You know, like realistically, like any job, you do it for money, mm. right? And so if you've got these ideas of like wanting to do well for people and helping lower class people who don't have the opportunity to get solicitors and fight their case very well, there's no money to be made in that. Mm. So like, you know, you, you've always got to do the trade-off. Like how important is it for you to make money compared to how important is it for you to help people it's a difficult one isn't it yeah definitely because I'm sure you want nice things just like everyone else yeah yeah striking that balance definitely but yeah I think that's like we were saying before like it's difficult because solicitors get a bad rep you know people have like really bad ideas yeah. about solicitors but it's not really solicitors fault it's the system yeah that they have to play within, you know. It's looking nice, isn't it? Sweet, yeah. We're nearly, we're pretty much nearly done. I'm just going to awesome. do. I really like the other shade. It's all awesome. a little bit. That's not taken as long as I thought it was going to at all. I just need to do a little bit of dot shading. Yeah, sure. And then, um, and then we're done. Let me just real quickly stop that. Oh, mate! What good podcast that was. How good was that? Yeah, I was excited about it too. Anyway, if you've enjoyed it as much as I have, which I clearly have, uh, click a like button, comment, subscribe, do all those things. I don't know which platform you're listening on, but there's different things for each one. Do one of them. Just do something. Five-star review if you're on iTunes. Cool, that'd be nice. Anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye-bye.